Norm, are you sticking around? Wow. Double surprise, triple surprise today. We have Norm Fix for the first time since COVID-19. And we have Mati and his son Chaim. Ah, tremendous treats. So, you know, we have a, a Chabura of guys in Crown Heights that watch. And the Rosh Chabura, the self-proclaimed Rosh Chabura, Shlemi Klein, he's sponsoring... <laughs> he's, it's going to be on YouTube. He's sponsoring today's Dav. Everybody could, yeah, it's, listen, here you have a human being who, on his own, by himself, literally changed the world. We could learn, we could all learn how every person, I'm not saying you have those koiches, but in the koiches that you have, you could change the world. Today's share is being sponsored, L'Rufur Shlema, of Abigail Sara Bas Malkadoba. Oh, talking about the Lubavitcher Rebbe, we have a picture of the Lubavitcher Rebbe and our own Avi Kamiansky. You see, see that? You've seen it? It's hanging in his office, believe it or not. He looks just like Shia. We also have another picture of their own Kornbluth in the Kinneret, barefoot, learning the daf. He's following the shear. Beautiful picture of the Kinneret. Haven't been there in years. Zev Roth writes as follows, Rebelli, I don't know how well I'll remember the methods to assist, the 11 methods to assist a Zava from yesterday's Dav Shabbos, Kuf Yud, but I feel I'll never forget Remy Menson and the horse story. Zev Roth. I don't see the, okay, I have to look over here, I don't see the clock. Dear Rebelli, due to the insane traffic that plagues Lakewood, my drives to and from Yeshiva can take upwards of an hour. Where does this get, like, within Lakewood, it's an hour? An hour. So walk, take a bike, whatever. It used to be such a nuisance. Now the traffic is hailing. Without it, I won't finish your shear with admiration. Yitzi from Lakewood. A lot of people were wondering who this fellow was on Zoom. I see him often on Zoom, and here's an email from him. Hi, Rebbe Eli. I think you have a great community. The MDY community has been very welcoming and accommodating. I've been attending Zoom DAF for a few weeks now and has become a part of my morning routine. It has revived me and brought me back to life and given me a reason to wake up early again as I felt stuck in a rut since South Africa is on a lockdown and schools are closed. Many people on Zoom have reached out and welcomed me and wanted to find out who I am. I learned DAF with my rabbi every night and the pictures have helped us a lot it made a big difference. Thank you for all that you do. I dive in and learn at Koilo, and I'm almost at the end of my conversion process. I am I'm at the finishing line, and I plan to become a full-day learner after my conversion. And Bezra Hashem, one day I'll be like you. Lev, is that how you pronounce it? Lev, here he is, with his tzitzis, the whole deal. All right. On, on uh, Sunday, we started with another, we had another ger. Ah. 
You can't get to South Africa these days. All right. Zogt the Halegi Gemara. Today is Daf Kuf Yud Aleph, and we're starting from Daf Kuf Yud Amid Beis. It's actually a very, very big sugya. It, it looks like it's only five lines, but it's a very big sugya. We learned in the Mishnah that May Ikarin, these waters that have roots in them, but they also have another name, Ikarin. Ikarin means a akar sterile. You drink this stuff to get rid of jaundice. What does it say? We learned, liyarkoyna tray. You use two out of the three ingredients. What are the ingredients? We had the Alexandria gum sap thing, alum, and saffron. Two out of the three is enough to get rid of jaundice. However, it has a little bit of a side effect, not a very pleasant one, and you have to cook this up with b'sheichar, with beer, and it umiyakar. Person will never have children again. Ask the Gemara. So you're not allowed to drink this on Shabbos. But on Sunday, Monday, you could drink it. Umi Shari. Why is it mutter? Vatanya, menayinless, serious, bottom shu asur. How do we know that you're not allowed to be Messiah as a human being? Tamaloi ma'u ba'artzachem lisasu. Bochem lisasu. Here's the Pasuk. It's a very interesting Pasuk. It has this arichos. Umauch, squeezed, the chasus, crushed, the nosuk, detached, the chorus, cut. Loi sakrivu Hashem. If this is an animal, you're not going to be a of an animal that has baits and that are squeezed, crushed, detached, and cut. And then it says, But this is not a halacha in Eretz Yisrael. This is a halacha throughout the world. In fact, in Tysus brings here, if people have a doubt, because we discussed it once, you can look in Tysus Dibur Masal Lisasu. This is for Yaakov and for some other guys here that have dogs. I bar Hashem, whatever. Kalba. a castrated dog. It's very normal. That's the otherwise having sugar in your house. Tell me about it. It's Isidari Raisa to, uh, what's the word? No, there's a better. Neuter! <laughs> That's the word. Fine. Yeah, but you're an author, you should know these things. <laughs> of course he knows. See, I'm not the only one that loses words here. Uba'aretzachem, how do we learn it? So Tysus explains, so you have Eretz, that means Animals, chem, you, you have an iser to do it on yourself. The iser to castrate a human being. So, how could I drink this stuff? That's ma'akir. Says the Gemara, perhaps I'm drinking it. And it just happens. I'm, I'm taking care of my jaundice. And then another part of my body is affected. This is the right, so is when I affect that part. I go and I castrate that part. But here is Derek Hagab. If a person wants to castrate a chicken, a rooster, you get rid of this guy, Carboilus. And if you can't find it, it might be on... 
Oh, this is Brochus Daf Zayin. Sorry, Brochus Daf Zayin. It's going to take a while for you to find it now. He'll be castrated. So you see that you're allowed to manipulate this part of the body, his head, and another part becomes castrated. Not true. If you take off his crest, his crown, you're just getting rid of his pride. He has a gaiva. And he's going to sit and he's going to, says Rashi, he's going to be by Avelos. He's misavel. He, he feels it. How does he know? You come and you cut off his thing. So he feels like, uh, he feels small again. He doesn't have a crown. He doesn't have a crown. He doesn't feel like getting married. But says Rashi, if you were physically going to be castrate him, then that would be awesome. But you didn't do anything physical. It's a mental thing. He has a mental block. That's his problem. You didn't castrate him. So when I was learning this, I was thinking about this. this ch- we look at the chicken. I was looking at the chicken like uh, I was looking down at him. It's like shaita. So, so guy, cut off a little bit of your, your crown. So that's why you're not going to get married. That's why when you die, nobody's going to say kaddish over you. I mean, you, you don't have a family anymore. You, who are you? You're nothing. And then I realized that we're much worse than that. If, if somebody says a not nice word to you, you get all bent out of shape. Some people don't talk to each other for 30, 40 years from one word. And if a chicken said something not nice to the rooster, you wouldn't care. You just look the other way. You know, I, you see all the time, animals fight. They, they grab a piece from them. And they, they're friends. But if you do something physical to him, oh, you took off his whole thing? Okay, fine. He has a, a much better reason than us. Yeah. Families, mom, it's not talking for 40, 50 years for one sentence, one, one word that somebody once said. A word. So they look down at us. We're, we're, we're funny, not them. Says the Gemara, Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Skip something here. Ella Bissaris. We must be discussing a case where a person is already a saris. So he didn't add anything. He drank this drink. By the way, you got to check your drinks here. Last night, we had a guy that was hyperactive. He came in, and uh, Yeshua gave him a drink, and he started drinking. Like halfway through, he realized Yeshua filled it up with liquor. Uh, I'm not kidding. Put in whiskey, and he's actually well-behaved for the rest of the year. So I'm just saying, if you, if you get served, especially if it's red, What's going on? Where is he? He's not here? Good. Fine. Arise Yisaris, if you're here at night, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Arise Yisaris, Tarnagol, fight. Elabasaris. We're talking about a guy who's a Saris. Ask the Gemara of Amr, Bhibar Abba, Amr, Bhibar Hakul Moidim, Bimachamets, Achim, Machamets, Shuchayov. So the whole sugya we once had in Bukhiris, if if a person made a mum on, a, on an animal, on a bachar, and then a second person comes along and adds to that mum, is he also ever? You already made a mum, you can't bring, it, bring him on the car. But everybody agrees, that if you cause chametz to a mincha, you bring a mincha, you bring some bread to the, to the, to the base of Migdash, you're not allowed to create chametz. Some of them are chametz, some of them are matzah, but on the ones that are not chametz, it's, it's the right to make it chametz. What happens if the guy, a second guy comes along, and he needs the bread. And the, the third guy comes along and he makes the shape. And the fourth guy puts it. Each guy is over. Everybody agrees. You are over. 
it says twice. You shouldn't bake. You shouldn't do. Kitzer, each one is chayiv. And everybody agrees. And everybody agrees that if you are misaris, somebody that's already misuris, like in our case, we said he's talking. He's already a saris. He is chayiv. Shenemar v'charos. It says all these things. Squeeze, crush, detached, and cut. Now. If detached, as the Gemara, detached, it's still hanging a little bit, but it's detached, you're chayev, so certainly, <coughs> if you cut it completely, so why does the Torah have to add that? Says the Gemara, detached it completely. To say that he is chayev, if somebody went along and did step number one, he detached it, and then he came along, another person came along and did karus, chopped it off completely, He's chayev, because he added a little bit. Even though he's already sorry, he can't have children beforehand. You're right. Oh, so the, the Rishonim ask it. The, the Rishonim discuss if that's the case. If that, the, according to the Rambam, you have to do something new. It's a discussion. It's a very good point. It's a discussion. says the Gemara, We're talking about an old man. He can't have children anyway, and therefore, there's no serious, there's no serious by him at all, and certainly there's no serious achar serious. As the Gemara, Ba'amer Rabbi Yochanan, Hein Hein Tehziruni Lenarusi. The guy just sent me an email. Aaron Strobel sent me an email this morning. I wasn't going to answer him, but now that we're already having the sugya, that in Gitin there's a remedy for somebody. That, that has issues. And Rabbi Yochanan says, hey, actually, I tried it out and it worked. I became young again. So he's asking, what are these refuas? I'm going to chazer again. A lot of these refuas, the Marsha and Gitan of Bey says that these are the refuas from Shlema HaMelech and inserted and sprinkled throughout Shah. So here's one in Gitan. We had a bunch here in Shabbos Daf Kofiyod. We had before and also. They're from Sefer Refus from Shleim HaMelech. Now, could you do it in our days? No. The only refu that we said back then that works is if a, if a bone gets stuck in your throat, you could say certain words. But everything else, you're not allowed to even try because we don't know the measurements, we don't know the chemicals, we don't know anything. So you're going to try it and it's going to be a Chil Hashem. You're going to say, oh, it doesn't work. Fine. That's the answer, Ara. But Akoponim, you see that even a Zaken could come back and have children. So you're not allowed to be Messiah's Zaken. Says the Gemara, believe it or not. When the Mishnah says you're not allowed to drink mei ikarin, it's not even talking about a man. And the Gemara stays with that. We're talking about a woman. She's not allowed to drink it because it's for refuah. No, on Shabbos, she's not allowed. She be, she, we're talking about Sunday and Monday now. On Sunday and Monday, Tuesday, during the week, it seems from the Mishnah, you're not allowed to drink this on Shabbos. Oh! Only on Shabbos you're not allowed to drink it, but on, on, on the rest of the week you're allowed to. But what about the problem of not making yourself an akar? We're talking about a woman. She doesn't have a problem. That she also has a chiv of pruvu. Okay, if she doesn't have a problem of pruvu, fine, I get it. She doesn't have serious physically, and you're not ruining her mitzvah pruvu. But if you're going to ruin her mitzvah pruvu, Michael and Meimar. According to that man, you have to say, So, 
Either we're talking about a woman, according to most people, or if you hold that a woman has a chiyuv of pruvu, we're talking about an older woman who doesn't, can't do pruvu anymore, and, or an akara. Or you could also say an akar. For the same price, you could say an akar. In other words, somebody who doesn't physically have the ability, you can't be oikerim, you can't be misarisim. He's not in the parish of Sirius Bukhlau. All right? We're done with that sugya. So one of these sugyas that we could have probably spent 25 hours on, and in yeshiva I'm sure they spend weeks. Okay, next. Now we're in a new mesechta. New mishnah, says the mishnah. If somebody has a toothache, you shouldn't swish around in your mouth some chaymets, some vinegar. Why? Because it strengthens the gums. And everybody notices that you're doing it for refua. You know how to do something on Shabbos that has to do with medicine. If you're drinking it and it's something that people drink, okay. But every, obviously you're doing it for refua. So what do you do? One of the dips is this vinegar dip. You take your bread, you dip it in there, and you eat the bread. That you're allowed, we said you're allowed to eat bread. And if you had a refuah, that's not a problem. There's no chashash of shchikah samamon, and people are not going to say, oh, he, he's, he's trying to grind samamon, he's trying to make a refuah. He's eating, he's eating normally. If he has pain in his loins, in other words, like right where the belt is, right under the ribs is the loins. So he has a little bit of pain there. So he shouldn't shmir on vinegar and wine. But he's allowed to use oil. Why? Because everybody uses oil all week long. People are using oil not for pain. Stop. They're using oil, not in our days. So in our days it would actually be also. But in those days they're using shemen. So nobody realizes that using shemen for your pain. However, veloi shemen vered. Not this stuff called rose oil. I have no idea why I printed this out. Stop, I had extra paper. Rose oil, okay? The other picture that I saw had like Arabic words. I guess it's from that area of the world that they use it. I don't know if they, they even sell this in America, maybe. Probably, Amazon, whatever. But not rose oil. Why? Because it's very expensive, and typically people don't, don't really use it. Hmm, hold on a second. Jeff from Harrisburg. Zevroth, I read your email. Oh, here, both of them together. I see Leiv. Shalom Aleichem. How you doing, Tzadik? You should have an a easy, smooth path to Yiddishkeit. Who else do we have here? Fischl, Refischl Gross. Wow, he's a troublemaker. Next. Okay. Yivaldik, and Yishverzan, from Bodenheim. I said Refischl official Gross. He's, he's sponsoring Ahmed Bey's all the Ahmed Bays for the next month, but he's fighting, he, 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 doesn't want to, he doesn't want to take it now because there's a bidding war. So now we have a fight. It's everybody's mevatah to the other one, and it's, it's like, the truth is we should just, they should both sponsor this month <laughs> together. Okay. Says the Gemara. But if you're a prince, and it's normal for princes to use the Shemeveret, they could use it. That's the norm. So this is found throughout Shas, this concept. 
So what does it have to do with us so much? So all of Klai Yisrael are princes. Okay, but that's why it's more of a, less of a refuah. So the answer is, because Rav Shimon holds, once it's mutter in this category for, all, for princes, then it's mutter everywhere. We're all princes. You can't stop being mechalik, and therefore it's mutter, mutter. Fine. Ramelei barachariko, the tall ravacha asked, the who ravacha bar papa? He's ravacha, the son of papa. Person has a toothache should not take in this uh, vinegar. Obviously, you're doing it for it's going to help you. It's going to get rid of your toothache. Like vinegar to your teeth and smoke to your eyes, which is bad. That's how the the pasuk continues. Lazy person is like, it's like vinegar to your teeth. Lazy is not good. Vinegar to your teeth is not good. So what are you telling me that vinegar is good? We're not talking about vinegar. We're talking about immature grapes. They're not good for your mouth. But they're called vinegar. But over here, which we're talking about vinegar, vinegar, that is good for your teeth. We're talking about vinegar. If there's a wound, so it's good, it strengthens the gum. like a maka, if there's no wound, it heals, like a maka merapi, it could loosen the teeth by strengthening the gums too much, then the teeth become loose. Now it says in the Mishnah, if you just read the simple words in the Mishnah, you shouldn't drink vinegar on Shabbos. Oh, but it says, you shouldn't spit it out. The problem is the spitting out. The problem is not drinking it. It seems like you're, you are allowed to swallow it. So why does the Mishnah say you're not allowed to swallow on Shabbos? We have to say that he's spitting it out in our Mishnah. You have to add that extra word. No, you could say that he, he's swallowing the vinegar. It's very normal for people, especially in those days, to dip things in. You see it, the Arab nations, we do, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of dipping going on. So if you're before the Suda, it's obvious that's part of the Suda. So it's mutter. But once you're done, then why are you, why, why are you messing around with this vinegar? Obviously you're doing it for Rufu. So Rav is mechalik between before the Suda and after the Suda. Very interesting that the Gemara over here picks on Rav and comes up with this new concept. We had it once before even in the Masechta, but it's a big concept. Vineima, middle of Neitibol, Shari, it's the concept of Hoyl. Hoyl. Anybody remember where we had it? Hoyl? Hmm? No? I shouldn't have asked because I don't remember either. Let me think. Hoyel, hoyel, hoyel. Hmm. Well, whatever. We just had it. We just had it. I'm not getting 25 emails. It's on the chat already. If you guys remember, put it on the screen somewhere. Somebody yell it out. What? This is the humility of Ilya. I know it. Of course I know it. I'm just pretending. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, today you came with your Tysis Kashas, Givaldic. Very good. So you know, he knows that it's a Tysis Kashas, but he wants me to point it out. So I'll point it out. 
The Teretz is, the, he's asking good. Why, if, if, if there's an afghan between before Tibul and after Tibul, so the Mishnah should say that after you, before Tibul you're allowed to, before the meal you're allowed to. So the answer is because it's not the norm. The norm is to dip it in your bread. So that's why, but Yishkoyach, I, I know the Taisasin. I just don't know. There's not enough time. Okay, fine. But we missed you. Noah, this is Noam. Noam with his second Rishon Kasha today. Baruch Shikivanto. All right. Ayin Taisis Dibo Masko Kitna Nami Nasnisen. Ela Urcha de Milsenoka. Says the Gemara. But you should go. No, because now it looked good. Because a second ago I forgot about Toil, and now I knew the Taisis. So that's, it's going to. Thanks. That, by the way, that's Daddy Kormlu's job usually. But he's not here anymore and he doesn't yell out on, on Zoom. He used to point out these, uh, I don't understand, but the, like he, he just wanted me to say it a little better. But I, I love you, Daddy Kormlu. Shalom. Says the Gemara, Oh, fine. At the end of the day, they should be the same exact, like the Svar that we said in the Mishnah about Rib Shimon. All people are the same. You can't start differentiating between categories. You can't start differentiating between different times of the day. This melacha on Shabbos is Asr before. This melacha on Shabbos is Mutter after, whatever. After is Asr, before is Mutter. What's going on? So the Gemara says like this. We're talking about going to the mikvah on Shabbos. Or Yom Kippur. Are you allowed to go to the mikvah on Shabbos? I am fixing my body. I had a body that was broken, it's full of tumma, and now I went to the mikvah and I just fixed it. It should be m'sakim manim, m'sakim adam. And the answer is, because people don't realize, they think that you're going into the mikvah to cool yourself off. So, that works well on Shabbos. But in Kippur that doesn't work. Nobody's going to think you're going to the mikvah to cool yourself off, because it's us to go to the mikvah to cool yourself off. So on that we have the concept of hoyl. Hoyle that it works on Shabbos, it works on, on Yom Kippur. It, it works. So Mela, what? So by us also we should say Hoyle. Hoyle, and you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to dip it in. Before the meal, so you should, allow, you should be allowed to dip it in after the meal. You can't start differentiating. If on Yom Kippur you're allowing a guy to go to the mikveh because it has to be similar to Shabbos, and Yom Kippur is never more humbered than Shabbos and all Malachas, so too over here, if it's mutter before, it should be mutter after. The concept of Hoyle. Hoyle. Hold on, Ugh, I just had it. And what, the kinds of oil? Of course we say, oh, we have it on Yontif. We just had it, that's where it was, on Yontif. We had it on Yontif. Oh yeah, if you're allowed to cook, we, we had it by, by, by burning stuff. You're allowed to, if you're allowed to cook, you're allowed to cook on Yontif, so you're allowed to also burn the fire. So we had some, another completely different malacha. What was it? And Tysus, Tysus brought the oil. You don't remember, no, no. He proves from there that you're allowed... Oh, build. You're allowed to build a house. That's what it does. I'm serious. I didn't remember. Baruch Hashem. Ah. You're allowed to build a house on Yontav. I remember you like that halacha. You're allowed to build a house on Shabbos. Why? Because one of the food, one of the malachas of eating is baina, megabits, uh, cheese. Making cheese is baina. And hoyle, you're allowed to do it for food. You're allowed to build a house if your house falls down on Yontav. Fine. That's where we had oil. So this concept of hoyle, we have a lot in Shabbos and here, but here it is in the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Now you already think that I really did know, and I'm. Chapter one. No, you know how many chapters there are. They just weren't written. 
says, Rav, says you're right. Hoyle is such a strong concept that it must be that over here he took it back. He doesn't hold that there's a difference between before the meal and after the meal. He holds like a bayah. That what? We're talking about he swallowed the chaymets. We must say that our mission is talking about he, he not only put it in his mouth, but he uh, spit it out. Upoilet. In our mission, he spit it out. But if he actually swallowed, it would be mutter. So Rav had to have a charata. Says the Gemara, but we have two things. We have a problem of hoyl, and we have his pshat over here. So who said which one he had charata from? Maybe he went away from the concept of hoyl. That's a brisa. He has to figure out the brisa. The brisa says you're allowed to go to the mikvah on Tishabav and Yom Kippur. By the way, we don't do that anymore. But on Tishabav and Yom Kippur, luckily you're allowed to. Obviously, he has to explain because it's hoyl. If on Shabbos it's mutter, so too on Yom Kippur it's mutter. Says the Gemara. If a person has pain in his loins, so going back to the, not the loins, but going back to the halacha of the rose oil. Rose oil, says Rib Shimon, we're all b'nei melachim, we could all use rose oil. The Meymar, so and says the Gemara, Omer Rav, Rav, who we had yesterday was Nifter, and because he was Nifter, he, they made a gzera that you're not allowed to do the bells for the whole year, who happens to be the only Amoira that is, uh, is able to argue in Tanoim, because he was right there at the borderline of Amoira and Tanoim. Rav Tanahu Pali. So Rav says, Shimon. We're in rose oil. Everybody can use rose oil on Shabbos. As the Gemara, the Rav Kerib Shimon and Rashi says here, in all of Hilcha Shabbos, according to one Lashon, Tosis likes that Lashon, all of Hilcha Shabbos. It seems like Rav is going to pass like Shimon in everything. In other words, Davashin Miskaven. V'chulu, v'chulu. But by the way, Sirus is Dovashinim Skaven. Do you have Dovashinim Skaven in all of the Torah? Besides Shabbos? Absolutely, like we had. That another, Chayfif Roshoy, even though some of his heroes come out, Dovashinim Skaven, Saras, Dovashinim Skaven, fine. Vomer, Avashim, Barachi, Mishmei, the Rav, Hai, Misukhrayad, and Aziyoso. If you stop, stop a, you have a faucet, a spigot that's, that's, uh, that's dripping, you could put in like a, some sort of Shmat in there. It's full of wine. You can take it out. You're not allowed to tighten it on Yantav. Why? Because when you tighten the piece of cloth, the shmata, wine is going to come out. That's schita. What's the problem with schita? So Taisus brings here either it's malabin, it's you're, you're, you're washing clothing, you're making it from red to white, or it's mefarik, you're separating two things, like the kernel from the shaft. It's also Fine. But Raf says <coughs> that you're and what does Rib Shimon hold? Mutters, Dov Shainim Skaven, you're allowed to. Says the Gemara, Bahi, Afilu Rib Shimon Moida. By the way, remember we had a Tysis, Darach brought the Tysis that you're allowed to. It's even Mutter because Dov Shainim Skaven, that was the Sugi of Dov Shainim Skaven. He doesn't want the wine to spill out, he's going to waste wine on the floor. Bahi, Afilu Rib Shimon Moida. Why does Rib Shimon agree that it's Osir? Rabbi Barav Dhamma Tervayu, Mother Rib Shimon Psikresh of Eliyamos, the famous Psikresh of Eliyamos. Well, you're going to chop the animal's head. He's not going to die. If it's 100% he's going to die, then Rabbi Shimon admits that it's also So too, if you're going to squeeze it, obviously 100% wine is going to fall out, and Mamela, he agrees that it's also. Okay, but here's the problem. How, again, how can you say that Rav holds like Rabbi Shimon? Over here we have, in the name of Rabbi Shimon, Rav says, 
Halacha Kirby Yuda. In what? In this halacha of Dov Shani Miskaven, he holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Rav Chanan Bar Avim Shmuel halacha Kirib Shimon. That Shmuel holds like Rabbi Shimon. Rav holds like Rabbi Yehuda. So he holds like he doesn't hold like Rabbi Shimon. Dov Shani Miskaven. Rav Chia Bar Avim Masni Lo Beloy Garvet. There's no middleman. It's Mefurish. Rav Amar halacha Kirib Yehuda. Rav himself, not not his Talmud. He himself said, "I passing like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Dov Shani Miskaven." Ushmuel Am Halacha Kirib Shimon. Akoponim, you see that Rav is Mechulga Rabbi Shimon. Says the Gemara Elam Rava, Ani Varish Bechabura, me and the lion in the group, Targimna, we explained it. Umar, who's the lion? Rebchir Baravin. Halachik Rib Shimon Veloy Metamei. Rav holds like Rib Shimon that you're allowed to use this rose oil, but not because of Rib Shimon's reason. My Halachik Rib Shimon Velav Metamei, what does that mean? Ilay Malachik Rib Shimon Deshari Velav Metamei. The Ilu Rib Shimon Sover Masi. Rib Shimon holds that. Rose oil actually works. It's effective. So why does Rabbi Shimon hold? If it's effective, you're not allowed to use it on Shabbos. Because Rabbi Shimon holds with that svara that if it's mutter for princes to use, because they use it every day, and nobody's going to think that it's for refuah, so they can use it on Shabbos. Once they use it for Shabbos, hoyl. Then everybody can use it. I'm not saying hoyl, whatever. I just stuck that in. But maybe on that, on that idea. And Rav Savar Loi Masi, the exact opposite. Mamish the opposite. Hafuch hafuch, but they come up with the same outcome. Rib Shimon says it's effective, but since a prince uses it during the week, he can use it on Shabbos. And if he uses it on Shabbos, the whole Klaishrok can use it on Shabbos. Loi plug. Very good. Loi plug is better. Rav says the exact opposite. Rav says it's not effective. And if it's not effective, you're allowed to use it on Shabbos. Any refu that's not effective, you can use on Shabbos. They came to the same conclusion. He passing like a Rav Shimon that you're allowed to use rose oil. For completely different reasons. Wait a minute, that can't be. The Rav is mechulik on everybody. It says in the Mishnah that a prince uses it. There's no argument on that. Rabbi Shimon is going to hold, even though typically people don't really use this, loy plug. Since a prince uses it, loy plug, everybody could use it. Rav Savar, no. in. If it's normal for that community to use rose oil, then nobody's going to suspect him to be using a refu on Shabbos, then you're allowed to use it. So he wasn't saying a blanket Allah that you're allowed to use rose oil. He said, in my community, you're allowed to use rose oil for a different reason than Rabbi Shimon. What? We said that. We No. He does. He is Mechal. Only Rabbi Shimon is not Mechal. Only Rabbi Shimon is not Mechal between communities. Everybody else is Mechal between communities. That we had many times. If, if it's normal to eat this, then it's this. If you don't, it's not normal. Then. Now we're moving on to tying knots. Knot number one is a camel knot. Kesher hagamolim, the kesher hasaponim, the knot in a in a ship. They're basically identical. They're just two different. Two different uh, items, but they're identical knots. Now what? Well, the Gemara is going to explain what, what exactly it is and where it is. Ukeshem shu chayov al kishuron, kachu chayov al haterod. 
Just like it's usher to make a nat on Shabbos, it's usher to undo a nat on Shabbos. Now, everything that we say is usher to do on Shabbos is because in the Mishkan it was usher. So we had a sugya, and it's very... In the Mishkan, we did it. And Mamela, it's also for us, thank you. Wow, he pays attention, Gary. Woo, pshee. Wow, wow. Are you learning now the Shabbos? What's going on? So look at this Rashi. I was shocked by this. Not shocked, it just gave me a new understanding of, of a sugi we learned a while ago on the Fayin Dalid. The whole sugi in Klal Gadol, the mission in Klal Gadol, 39 Malachas. You'll remember this. It's very obvious what this is. It says in Rashi, I'll remind you the Gemara here. The Gemara says, where in the Mishkan did they do any ties? So the Gemara started off saying, oh, in the Yeriyos. When they did the Yeriyos, the Gemara said, but they never undid it. So the Gemara says, you're right. It's the Chilazan. By the Chilazan, Rabbi says, they tied it and untied it. They kept on making larger nets, right? So I'm going to ask you a question. Where do you see tying in the Mishkan? What's the answer? And that's how we learned it then. You see tying in the Mishkan by the Chilazan. Wrong. Says Rashi, look at this. Right, the first Rashi in the Perik. You learn tying from the Yeriyos. Where do you learn untying? Next Rashi. Or two, two Rashi's Vaidur. From Chilazan you learn untying. Unbelievable how he learns in that Gemara. In other words, I mean, now that I see this Rashi, I understand it a little better. Uh, Yiriyos is like the main thing in the Mishkan. They were doing it all day long, and it kept on... Uh, but, but that's a problem. It doesn't have heter. So that, you have to go to Chilazan. Very, very interesting. You have to come all the way to the Kuf Yud Aleph, Amit Beis, to understand Pshad and the Ayin Dalet Amit Beis. says, Kachu Chayav Aleter, Remeir, Oimer, Kol Kesher Shu Yochol Ahtiroi Bachas Miyadav. Anything you can do with one hand, that's not considered a, tie, a knot. And we're going to see different knots. I'll just tell you real quickly, I mean, tomorrow we're going to go into more. If a knot, the, the time you're, you're, you're only over on, a, on tying is if the knot lasts forever. So if it lasts forever, there's no argument, that's a Kesher Shukayama, Yechayim If it lasts for one day, there's no argument that it's mutter. Yeah? Tying your, your shoes, tying your this, whatever it is, 100% mutter. The question that we're going to have is, what if it's one week, two weeks? Rashi says a lashon of like one week or something. So you have to, that's what we're going to discuss. The Rabban or not, but we have the two extremes. La'ilam is the Raisa. One day is 100% mutter. Says the Gemara, my keshag, uh, yeah. And Remeir says that if you get undo it with one hand, it's fine. My keshag, amolam, a keshag, safan. And what is this? Ilay mikitra de kachibiz mama, mikitra de kachibiz tadi. So basically, if you're talking, let's talk about the camel. doesn't matter, it's the same thing. You have two knots here. You have the red. This red guy, the nose ring, is a knot. There's a knot here somewhere. And that stays in the camel forever. That's a Kesha Shukayama. What happens is, when I tie the camel to my post, I make another knot up here, in the blue. Oh, he's showing it. Don't go on it yet. But that blue is a Kesha She'ena Shukayama. I undo it every time I want to undo my, my... I could undo it from here, or I could undo it here. The ship makes a little bit more sense, to me at least. What happens is... They, bring the, they undo it right here, and they bring the whole rope in, and then they, 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 they have to put the rope away. They're not going to leave the rope tied, tied to this. So this knot comes undone all the time. Every time they move the ship, this comes undone. Yeah? Givaldic. So you have the red and the blue. The red is Shilkayama, 
lasts forever. This never moves off the ship, but this constantly comes off. Says the Gemara, if it's the blue one, that's not a kayama, it comes off all the time. Ella, we're referring to kitra, this mama gufe, the actual nose ring. With the istrida gufa, and that whatever you call it, the istrida on the ship, that lasts forever. What if you make a tie? Like a tie, a real tie that you can undo like this. Says the Gemara, and the Gemara remains in a teku. That what time the remainder mishum do yachal atiri back to me? who I can undo it with one hand. Vonami yachal atiri roi. I could I could schlep my tie like this, and it becomes undone. I deal more time the remainder mishum do loy mehadik because it's not tight. Vahom mehadik, but a tie is very tight, and therefore it's aser teku. So we don't know. Says the Mishnah, yesh lachok sharim shein chayav malayim kikesher hagamalim kikesher asapam. So it's a very interesting lashon. The Gemara is going to jump in, explain immediately what it means. There are ties, knots that you do, that you're not so chayev on it. You're a little bit chayev. Only they're abundantish. Kosheres isha mifta chaluka. And here the Mishnah brings a whole bunch of different things that are 100% mutter to do. Which is, if it's a continuation, it doesn't make any sense. So the Gemara is going to say there's a there's a a period. Stop. New chapter. A woman who has two ways to tie, she takes the left side and ties it to the right shoulder, and, the, the, and she ties it to the left shoulder, but she has to undo it every single day. So that's 100% mutter. We discussed the svacha extensively. It's like this, like a snoot almost that goes, goes under her hat, but it has two strings in the back that make it tight. Vishal psikya. It's a type of a belt. Here's a psikia, a larger belt, has, again, something she's going to undo every day, or he. Exactly. Urutsuois, minol, shoelaces, visandal, or sandal. Venoides yayim v'shemen. And if you tie the top of the, 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 what is it called? The who? Canteen. Canteen. Great. I told you, Avi. We were learning, I don't remember where, in Chulin, and we are talking about tuna fish, and you jumped up and you said, the tuna that jumps out of the way, you explained it. And I'll never forget that. And now I'll never forget canteen. Every two years, you jump up and you say something. Givaldic, hopefully it's every week. Canteen, thanks for the help. Nobody else said it, and he said it. And the same thing, if you, want to, it's, you don't have a lid on your pot, so you tie you some, some uh, whatever to the top. You make a little string and now the animal can't go out. Ask the Gemara Gufa Kashio. I gotta slow down. We have a minute left to eat. No, but I'm throwing everybody off on YouTube. Because now it's on the, the slow speed and it's gonna be really fine. It seems like there's things that are not 100% awesome, they're a banan, and then it keeps on going. I'll give you an example. Like a woman's miftah uh, chaluka. But those are 100% mutter. So what's going on here? It's mutter. So now the, the mission is talking about this guy. There's one that's a Kesha Shekayama that's Osir, and there's one that's a Kesha Shekayama that's 
it's not so gishmak, it's a shtikal it's, aser. It's, it's it's a Now, it's awesome in the Rabbana. And the psalm that it's 100% mutter to, to, to tie on Shabbos, and the whole list of things that the Mishnah brings, like the woman's blouse. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.